0: And now, back to your regular programming! If you speak better to yourself! <laughs> you showed up for, like, probably the dumbest conversation we've ever had on this show. Let's have that smile again.
1: Tell me how that happens. Physically should not happen. Shush. <laughs> if you say... Give me, uh, as well. Three times
0: a day! Go! Welcome back to Hack City. I am Joe DeLeon. Joining me as always, my former teammate, former roommate from the University of Rhode Island. And today we are going to be talking about a pretty pivotal piece to the college football offseason. We've got a lot of things that have happened so far in terms of big name coaches leaving or retiring. And here we are in the next phase of things as the SEC and the Big Ten are forming an advisory committee to potentially figure out the future of college football. We're going to talk about what that really means and what you should expect uh, in the coming months or years and what could be the next phase of college football. Before we get to that, though, Sean, can you just share with our listeners a quick word from our good friends
1: over at Bet Online? it's playoff time and the usual suspects are heading to vegas for the championship and our partner bet online is your number one source for football odds stats trends and lines with everything from point spreads to hundreds of bets on everything from the coin toss to the color of the gatorade dumped on the winning coach bet online is the number one source for your championship wagering head to bet online today uh, and join today to get into all the action bet online the game starts here i like it when you ad lib it i don't know why you stop doing that i i, I look it's the first week of the new read. I'll give the first read a, a a nice college try. I can read and speak, but I can read and speak. Is that yeah. the is that the threshold? I, there's, just, there's just some yeah. That okay. is what it is. There's the read. Gamble on what you want to gamble. I will not lose any more money on basketball. I'm waiting for golf to start. Yeah, don't I was just talk about yeah. I'm going to start betting on golf. You, you watch, watch golf play I, it's Sundays. You know my play. I'm going to bet on Victor Hovland on every tournament. And I bet I end up plus money this year.
0: I don't, I don't know if that's how that know, works. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Cam Rogers. Cam, cam
1: Rogers could probably give you some good golf betting tips. Are you no? know, I maybe I'm you know what I bet cam could, but I think I could beat cam in golf. And if I can beat you in golf, I'm not taking your picks.
0: Uh well, I mean, you don't have a pullover with your social media handle on it. So you don't have as much juice as he does. Don't uh, make me get
1: one. I'll get a big hat. I will get a big, big, hat. A big hat. I'll get a shirt. You think uh, I won't brand myself out to do a bit on a bit? Get a get a face
0: oh. tattoo. A, oh, you, see, face that's tattoo. So. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's get into it. So Friday an announcement is made, and this is in the midst of a lot of drama happening. Uh, With Tennessee being potentially punished and investigated by the NCAA for NIL slash recruiting related issues. That is a whole enormous mess. And in an unexpected term, Big Ten, Tony Petiti, Greg Sankey, the SEC, they're announcing a joint partnership forming an advisory committee, which is going to feature athletic directors, administrators, Uh, those actually tied to the college football game in order to help more effectively predict and determine the future of the sport. I think that, one, I want to talk about this and then kind of talk about what we think the new version of college football could look like. At the end of the day, Sean, plain and simple, this just signals to me, and they can't outwardly say it right now. They want to put the group together and be public about it so that there's no you know, secretiveness of it and and make it a little bit more messy than it needs to be. If they're public with it, it makes it a little bit more appropriate to pursue what some of the other options are to help the NCAA. But at the end of the day, this is a signal to me that they're going to join forces and that they're going to separate. That That's all that this is leading towards. I do not see or foresee any capability for this to be anything else, especially with the timing of everything that's happening right now with Florida and with Tennessee, with the NCAA suddenly moving the goalposts after the fact in order to reestablish their power. This advisory committee is intended not to help fix the college game, and they're not going to exactly come to the table with suggestions for the NCAA. The NCAA can easily easily say to them, no, F you, we don't really care that you spent the time doing this. That's going to ultimately lead to their separation.
1: Joe, have you ever heard the term, you can't hide money? I have. I heard it a lot when I was growing up, just, you know, hearing jabs uh, between the dads at the baseball, little league baseball games and stuff. If someone got a new pair of shoes or something like that, you know, you can't hide money. I never really understood it until I started making some money and I saw how other people made money. And then I started tracking college football. And then I really realized, oh, you can't hide the money. You can't. You have to build something. You have to keep building Offices, uh, uh, what is it? What is it for the the flashy recruiting gimmick with the slide and the barbershop and the pools? Mm -hmm. You can't hide it.
0: You disconnected. You disconnected. Pick up. Pick up for up. You disconnected again. You there? Yeah. Is it me or is it you? Your thing keeps going black. It might be, I might've bumped my camera cord.
1: Let me not bump it then.
0: Okay. All right. Pick up from the Can't hide
1: it. All right. Three, two, one. They're not hiding it. And the Big Ten and the SEC, they have the money and they have the power. They have the control. So I see it as instead of waging war with each other over the scraps of the ACC and the Big 12, they're just saying effort let's let's just do it together. we're not gonna we're not gonna go into another huge battle uh, and here comes the super conference. How could it not be? and advisory committees it, it, it could be advising for the upcoming playoff if they wanted it to be but it's not we're smart enough to know that it's not and every meeting that they're taking is some sort of agenda uh, for the future conference, the future mega conference. It has to be like I, I'm not going to be, naive about it and some will be and some will be ignorantly bliss about or you know about it i can't do that and it's 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 truly interesting to kind of be living through it and seeing it step by step because in two years we're gonna be looking like how do we get here and we can just go back to this show we can go back to this article of when it happened we can go back to it and, and see so i'm kind of kind of enjoying floating around in the space a little bit and seeing it all happen around me. It's not often you can see an empire crumble.
0: Right. Look, again, the main big piece with this, though, is that them joining forces is like the biggest blatant, you know, skylight that we could get for, Hey, this is what's really happening because both of these conferences had been competitors. There was literally zero tie to either conference in college football, except for the occasional they'd play one another. And for the most part, not a lot of Big Ten and SEC teams really scheduled one another that frequently. It wouldn't really happen that often. So for this to be them suddenly, unexpectedly, no murmurs, no whispers, just combining to form this advisory committee signals to me, how do we make this transition easy? What are the things that need to be put into college football in order to make this transition easy, to make the game better, to make it less convoluted, to make it less chaotic? I've said this before, but I feel like Petiti less for less time because he hasn't been the, the commissioner for that long, but Sankey especially has been fairly quiet a lot about a lot of the mess ups and a lot of the issues in college football. You don't really hear him chime in and talk a lot about the fact that the transfer portal and the academic calendar, the transfer portal calendar, early signing day, all that stuff, is causing disruption and problems for the sport. Instead, you do hear him complain about the fact that there is not enough Power 5 representation in a lot of these um, you know, boards, a part of the NCAA and in college football. His concerns, I think, are with the administration in understanding that this is not a p- properly organized venture. We're starting to see those issues, especially with the Tennessee bit that's happening. I think at the end of the day, as these two conferences do end up joining forces and they do depart, they hold all the keys here. They hold all of the power. The SEC is is capable of getting and adding more teams to the mix. Right now it would be 34 teams, but they're able to add more teams to the mix because we know that Florida State is banging on the door and interested in joining the SEC. And I'm sure that Clemson and Miami would easily follow. There UNC, are enough teams. Duke, whoever. Right, yeah, yeah. There's enough teams too, though. Also, Sean, that if theoretically say Vanderbilt doesn't want to get involved, just throwing this out there. Sure. If Vanderbilt doesn't want to get involved, or I'm trying to think of like a big 10 school that maybe doesn't really fit the the foot, like Northwestern, more of an academic school might not really fit them trying to go down this path because they're not going to make as much money or be able to foot the bill in order to pay athletes. They can leave and figure out their own conference situation and there's enough teams for them to be okay and to not be short all you really need is
1: 32 to make this a, comp- a competitive playing field yeah it's just a bummer because there's a bunch of rivalries that are going to be sunk and if they wanted to hide it they would have involved like the american conference and said hey we're doing it for all of-. no no it's just right in our face this this time uh which is i guess refreshing. But. To think that, I don't know, kind of the main structure for all the history of college football is about to go out the door. And if it does end up being two P5 conferences and six to seven G5s, the NFL is still going to utilize the G5. The spring leagues are still going to utilize the G5. There's tons of players that could still go play at the next level. You see it all the time. Some of the best NFL players of all times uh, were at FCS schools. Uh, so they're going to be found. I don't think it's going to impact like the quality of play, the qual, the sport of football itself. I don't think changes with this movement, but it impacts every fan. It impacts every college football historian that likes the game. If you're a fan that likes rivalries, you're bummed. If you're a fan that likes having uh, the wide open structure, you're bummed because. It's it's just a reduction and it's a separation of the classes. I, unfortunately, that's that's how it is. And if you're in a lower class, you're bummed out. If you're in a top class, you're happy. You can be happy. I think if you're a Georgia fan, you're thrilled at the news that you're going to have a program. If you're in this initial 32 teams, unless they set up a relegation system, which would be interesting, you're going to be yeah, you're going to be set forever. For yeah, you're just set. It, you're giving these. 40, 30, 30 schools, golden tickets, which is crazy. But how can you not counter it and say you had as much time to get a golden ticket? You know, you did. Other teams did. Part of me kind of does wonder if there isn't some sort of
0: joint partnership with one of the G5 or two of the G5 conference. Like maybe it's the Sun Belt, which has been the most competitive. And a lot of people in scouting circles have talked about how the talent in the Sunbelt is the best amongst the G5, like even better than the American because the American, a lot of those teams just moved up. Maybe there is some sort of relegation system. Sean, I think for me, though, the most important piece to this is the cooperation and the better connection with the athletes. So I'm talking about there needs to be some form of players union and collective bargaining. There is more than enough money in the current media rights deals for them to figure that out because I mean the, the proof that we have here is that when there's money left over these freaking schools have to figure out somewhere to put it so like you talked about with the slides and the barbershops they yeah. just go spend it on random facility pieces and put it there so there are plenty of opportunities here for these top teams that even the ones at the bottom of these 34 to 40 teams are going to be a little bit more flush for cash I also think that the joint media rights deal that would come out of this would be far more valuable than the two independent ones because ESPN or Fox or CBS or NBC, they're no longer buying and having to air shitty games. All of the games are going to be, not all of them, but most of the games, more of the games on a weekly basis are going to be competitive. You're going to have realistically 10 to 15 matchups or teams that are vying and good enough to compete for a national, you know, this new national championship every single year. So there is now more money to be made. The other part to, to this, Sean, to add in here, I, it's simple to say transfer portal window needs to get fixed. Uh, early signing day transfer window or not transfer window, early signing day recruiting, Scheduling, all that get, yeah, yes. all the dates. Yes. But I think the biggest part here is that if there is a collective bargaining, the most important thing that will fix the messiness and probably the biggest detractor of the sport right now is there should be transferring allowed and there should be one time transferring allowed. But if you as an athlete, you should there should be a capability for a school to enter in a contract with a player that says you cannot transfer after a certain period of time. It should be like two-year contracts. You should come in on two years. You should be able to renegotiate at the end of those two years Mm -hmm. with your agent or whoever it is, and then you can decide to enter the transfer portal or you come back for another two years, and then you go on to the NFL. That's where I think this ultimately ends up going, and that's where it needs to be. That has to be the most pertinent and most important piece to this outside of the competitive things that are happening on the field.
1: Do you think we're going to see programs just shutting it all down? You mean just like saying like, we can't do football? No, we don't do football anymore. We don't do it. I could see – I think a lot of the ACC schools,
0: yeah. I I don't think that – I think that the ones – not the ones that end up joining this. I think that there's going to be a number of P5 programs that miss the boat because they aren't going to fit the financial criteria or be – willing to front the bill to pay the athletes or in a position to like, I could totally see Cal and Stanford like,
1: yeah, losing their, their, their football. Isn't that box. crazy to you? Have we ever thought in a million years that Cal or state, well, those two high education schools, I'm sure they'd be on the chopping block, but what happens to so some to the of the Ivy league, what happens to some of these big 12 teams that don't make it like what happens to Iowa state?
0: Are they just going to scrap
1: uh, it out with Wazoo and Oregon state? for the for the NCAA title it's a good question I would actually think that most of the big 12 teams would I mean, end up finding mil- a way into the mix this is millions and millions of people that are going to have their fandoms completely shattered they're going to be it's good we're going to be shattered well I push back on that a little bit because I
0: mean I look at the fact that how excited people in and we've seen it firsthand South Dakota and Montana get for their top teams, and it's for the FCS
1: makes it matter. That's because they make it matter. I, I
0: would argue the NCAA
1: doesn't do dick to make it matter. I would argue that the NCAA does very little to make it They matter. put out an official title, and they set up an official playoff system uh, where everyone's on the same level, and everyone at the FCS has the same base resources or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, it, but the it, FCS they, they, has
0: been even more – destroyed by the transfer portal than any other level every single time the season ends like three quarters of these not three quarters of these rosters a quarter of these rosters end up just leaving if you started and played offensive line in the big sky or the Missouri Valley or the CAA you're getting plucked by a G5 program despite the roster turnover fans are still excited you know like I think that if they're playing the you know the slappy national title game um for the division one a.5 whatever the hell you're going to call it yeah. I think that most people would still
1: be excited. It's not going to be as competitive. Won't and be it, 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 you know what? And I might be glamorizing it with the, you know, Americana of classic college football rivalry stuff. And I did, I did, when I did see Bowling Green, Ohio, uh, Bowling Green play this year, they were playing Akron. It was 40 degrees and it was freezing rain. And there were thousands of people watching. And I couldn't believe it. They stuck it out. They wanted to support the team. There will be some that do that. But I mean, the state of California, their foot, their football, they're going to go, they're going to go down hard. Nobody, In places where people don't about care about football here, football here, anyways. I'm just, some people do, some do. Yeah, people who move from outside of the state into the state. I just think that the current system gives every team a lottery ticket, and now we're taking the lottery ticket away. All fans want is hope. That's all a fan wants. I hope my team is good this year. I hope you know this year something crazy could happen. We're eliminating a yeah, big like Iowa factor. State of the fans fandom. know that they know. They but know they that could. their team is never going to be that good. I understand, but
0: it could happen. That's all what matters. Of, all of the teams that have ever won a national title. Okay, sorry. Most of the teams that have ever won a national title or have the capability to eventually win one are going to be in the mix for this new conference. Like most of the big 12 teams have never have wanted to be competitive,
1: but have never come close, nor will they. I know TCU got beat down bad, right? And going into that season where they made the national championship, not one person picked them to win it all. But there are TCU fans that that were excited preseason to say, hey, it's a new season. Maybe we could go undefeated. Who knows? It's the who knows randomness. Of, of college football. And I think that's why hockey fans are so passionate because there's not a ton of them, but there's a lot of who knows factor in every game. There's a ton of luck how that puck bounces. Football is is super opposite of that. The ball bounces randomly on fumbles. That's about it. And then you get the the one-off Brandon Iuke crazy catch three times a year. Mm-hmm. So in a highly tactical sport where things are planned out, Fans need to have hope because if there's uncertain out or if there's certain outcomes in this 32 and and you can you could say hasn't it been a certainty that Alabama was going to be in the playoff for the last 10 years? Yeah, they built it up. Good for them. But TCU still had a chance to go and make the national championship and beat Michigan in a semifinals. I, we won't get another TCU run, even if they didn't deserve the play Georgia and they got their asses I, beat. I they mean, still made wait, it. Wait, There's going to be enough teams in whatever this ends up uh, being that will. I don't I kind of push back on that. I don't know. I, I just think don't that think the nation's going to have anybody to root for unless you went to those schools. Notre Dame is an outlier. You 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 are you, Notre Dame is is like the one school where if you don't have a college football team in the nation, you just become a Notre Dame fan because you can. They're, you can always see them. They're they're highly visible. They're a good team. Uh but a lot of the, nobody's just saying I'm waking up, I'm going to be a Kansas State fan. I think there's We're enough an Arizona region, state fan. There's enough
0: regional re- representation in my opinion that this isn't gonna really be, you know, like I, th- I think enough people could p- be able to pick schools
1: that they can root for. I don't, I don't know who I would root for in the 40. You're, you're a Tennessee fan. Ugh. God, You're not not anymore. Maybe, That's done. Maybe I. I don't know. I don't know. I. I'm kind of. I think silent majority. Not silent majority. I'm kind of going to be in the majority of this thing. I'm a college football enjoyer. I like having all the madness from all the games, all the teams. I, I like it when App State can ruin UNC's season. I enjoy that. And I, I think I those I games are still going to be scheduled
0: potentially. Yeah, I don't they, know if those are going to be completely taken off the. Actually, those might actually
1: be taken off the grid. I that's what I like. I and it would be I wouldn't want to see UNC's season fall to Florida State this year. Would you? No. It kicked ass when UVA came in and, and beat them because they were punks and frauds.
0: Yeah, but like how different is that? How different is that if like the Panthers beat the 49ers? I know. Like, that's possible. That's that's always something that's possible. If anything, it's more likely in the NFL than it is. In college football, because sure. the talent
1: gap is isn't as big. The talent gap isn't as big, but then we have all the teams. You have so much going on. We are re- the action where every all the action matters. There's nothing like that Saturday, Joe. When you got when when the noon window goes crazy on a Saturday and how, throws how, the whole how day many, for a mix. How many? How many like non-power five games are you watching on a Saturday? like realistically. Oh, if we're putting on that four box on YouTube, there's one in there. There's plenty. I'm flipping around, brother. I'm flipping around all over. I I it. am too, but like I just don't think that like we're And I'm not even speaking the product. To me personally. I'm speaking for the, P, the for the G5 fans. That's who I'm speaking for. G5 fans
0: understand where they are and where they're going to last in this. I mean, I I don't I don't think that there's really any there's no Jamu fans out there that are like Shit, now we're never gonna win a national
1: championship. You think Jamie Williams isn't thinking that? Uh,
0: I, I, I think, think Jamie's, Jamie's fans, a little more realistic than than you know most are. I know some, Maybe crazy some Liberty fans, those, fans those that are not. gonna be
1: pissed. But also, you know what? Yeah. They could be like, yeah, hey, we won, we won the 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 D1-2 or whatever they're gonna call it. Maybe they maybe they will celebrate it. I FBS think that there's still some,
0: just like the F. That's my whole point is that just like the FCS, those fan bases are still prideful of their alma maters, and a lot of them too. If you talk to them, most of them there's a good amount of them that don't pay attention to FBS, but you talk to them like there's plenty that the, the DM me. Like I got a couple of Montana State fans who DM me, and they're also Washington fans.
1: Yeah, those people exist. They do. It's just such a massive change. It's just so massive; it can't get with go times. well.
0: it the times. the times. It can't product.
1: go well, Joe. And I'm not doing any fear mongering. It won't go well. You are, you are, you are. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, speaking of fear, uh, you have indicated
0: in the in the in the sheet here uh, for our next topic that you're going to be going to Japan. Uh, yeah. Are you full? So I, I'd obviously like to kind of get a little context here uh, for our listeners, but you're fully aware that you are going to be an eyesore you're fully aware that the giant white man is going to be pointed at a lot, right? You understand that sure. you're going to get pointed at a lot. Yeah, are you fully prepared yeah, for yeah. all the people that are going to be, I guess, drawn to you is the word that I'm looking for. Are you ready for that?
1: I think so. I I'm, I am don't know what I'm going to, I'm definitely going to do a bit in Japan outside of, you know, doing the stuff I want to do. If it's okay. if, if seeing the sites that I've always wanted to see, just ch- checking it out, like all that stuff. Fine, drinking, eating, uh, boring. But how I will be received in Japan is is, is the real kicker. Wait, you're because, going on your own, right? No one's coming with yeah, you. Yeah. Do you want to go? No.
0: Well, it's right before the draft.
1: All right, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, buddy. Um, that's it's what you hit me important. with. <laughs> I know it's important, uh, but you know, maybe culturing yourself a little bit is also important. Pass.
0: Or, <laughs> you can't pass. On your passing cold on training? a growth
1: opportunity, yeah, pass it, okay. later on in life. That's what I say when I don't want to go to the gym. Pass. Hey, Sean, well, dragging ass today. You want to go? Pass. That's what I hear. You have an opportunity to get better, Man. regardless. Yeah, no. How I'll be perceived is going to be the 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 real fun part because you know there's stories of of foreigners going to Japan and they got red hair and people have never seen a person with red hair before. People haven't seen. Different types of races before, and maybe that's older. And Japan travels very popular. I'm not the first person to, I'm not the first big white dude to go to Japan. So I don't think I'm going to shock. Oh, yeah, you're people.
0: definitely not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're the demographic think... of, of Americans that ends up in
0: Japan. <laughs> Here's the thing I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get on that plane, and it's going to be a lot of Japanese people. Traveling for business, <laughs> traveling to go home, traveling to see family members. Uh and a quarter of the plane are gonna be people like you yeah. or people similar to you that have two seats purchased for themselves.
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah. With the, that, yeah that's yeah. that's what it's gonna be like. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware of that. Uh I think I'm just gonna be cool like I normally am. I'm just gonna drink and eat. If someone wants to take a picture with the giant, they could take a picture with the giant. How long how
0: long are you going there for?
1: uh two weeks wow yeah what are you gonna do for two weeks drink eat walk i'll be a bum i'll kind of be a bum for for two weeks it'll be fun where are you staying tokyo for a week and then i think i'm gonna go to kyoto for like four days and then i might swing on back towards uh tokyo before i leave or maybe a soccer or something but yeah i don't know i got the flight i got the flight ticket purchase which means i'm locked in so that's where we're at. How, and, how much uh, was it? I'm just curious. Uh, here, I'll give you. I'll give you a, a little private chat here.
0: Okay.
1: Oh God, I don't know how to type.
0: Oh, that sounds about. That's about right. I mean, that's like a European flight. Yeah cheaper than than some of the ones i've done yeah was, i, I was, wonder what the what the accommodations are going to be here's the you th- st- yeah are you staying at hostels or are you are you gonna no. do that oh, no, 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 you're no, too good no, 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 to no, stay no. at a hostel you you might kill somebody if you i'm fall, not I, fall on top
1: of them while they're sleeping or something I don't, i'm not a hostile guy uh i, never I do like, that. I I like never to have that. a bed uh and if it's a a, a I just need a bed. I need my own room. If I'm on vacation, I don't want to have to cater to strangers or worry about strangers during my downtime. You know, if I'm walking in public, whatever happens happens. That's kind of the, the, the contract we sign when we walk out of our doors in the day or walk out of our doors. Uh, but when you get inside the doors, I don't want to have to see 30 people looking at me, uh, asking me how my day was or, or looking yeah. at me in the pain. Why does he need two cots? You know, I don't, I don't need that.
0: I had a buddy who did kind of what you're doing where they ended up, they went to Europe and they bounced around and they just did the hostel thing before they went to law school. I, I don't think I could ever do that. I no. really don't think I, I need stressful. personal. Yeah. I need personal space. And I I understand it's cheap, but that does not sound pleasant.
1: No. And then, and, and personal space is a big thing in Japan also, which is why it's a great place to travel solo because the, the trains are quiet. I would just bop around in my, with my AirPods in and just, just, go bopping around is not a I'll way be to describe bopping.
0: your movements that's no, yeah, not... I'm
1: bopping out there i don't want to be getting hate uh back here <laughs> well we won't have we won't be dropping a show for two wait, wait when it the dates the 6th to the 20th i'm bringing my laptop why wouldn't i be able to do a show over there with you what
0: the heck's the time zone difference
1: i don't i'll figure it out time i think it's pretty significant i think i would have to it's seven a m there right now it's it's two o'clock all right, yeah, so we could tape it I could wake up and tape a seven we'll figure I could take I could actually get you to finally do a damn night taping and I could have the advantage Ha ha. I'm behind I like that I might get some yeah. get back for your ass. you're the sixth to the when twentieth of March yes, okay. Look at him, he's thinking about it. Look at him he's thinking he might try to squeeze well, it for a week.
0: Well, I, I'm gonna no 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 I'm not no 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 that's not what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about recording schedule. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be going somewhere way more cultured and way more interesting. Indianapolis, <laughs> <Where's that>? Indiana <laughs> yeah, oh, for, for so five dumb. days. You so can't I, I'm I can't even believe
1: sharing oh, an Airbnb with
0: Ryan. Yeah, I'm going with, wait what?
1: Oh, yeah, you're would you say? Got combine?
0: I, I just heard that Indianapolis is a cool city. It's just gonna go hang out. Yes. I'm going to the combine when it, why would it, who else, who else is like, I, I think I need to take a trip to Indianapolis, Indiana in the middle of March. Come on, man. Indy's nice. I am excited never, for the, I've, I don't know if I ever need to go. I, I've never been to actually, I'm trying to think if I've driven through, I've been in Indiana, Indiana a million times, but I'm excited. Cause apparently there are a number of Gary? good. St- what? What? Gary Gary, oh, Indiana. Gary Indiana. I'm <laughs> not going Go to, to Gary, Go, Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um what I was saying though is that I've heard that there's a lot of really good uh steakhouses and whatnot. Yeah. So it should should be should be an interesting trip. Um I think it's gonna wrap us up. Nice. Right? Thanks for one up with me. What do you mean? Oh Yeah. Here's your trip. I'm gonna
1: talk about my trip to, to my the, high the flying trip to, to India. Here's the thing <laughs> I will make some promises though about it. I'm not going to come back here in a kimono. I'm not going to come back here in a hat. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, gonna we're not be, recording if you do that. I'm not. Uh... I'm not going to be Japan changed my life guy uh, because I know a lot of listeners know people like that. It's it's going to be right back to business. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about the trip. We'll do the trip, but I promise you, uh, even if I'll, I'll get Joe a gift also. But I promise, I'm not going to be uh, traveled changed my life because those people, they are the loneliest. And I will not do that. Go ahead, Joe. Close I, I just,
0: I just can't stop laughing over the thought, though, that like Japan is the hodge for big, dumpy white guys. And yeah, you're literally doing
1: it. I, <laughs> I really might. You know what? I'm, <laughs> I might try to get on a game show. You don't know. I really what? might. What if I get to I, I would. I, I think I'd say yes.
0: Go find a nearest like. There's got to be a football team somewhere. They, I mean, they have football there. I'm sure the baseball
1: can... baseball starts in April. So no, you're, you're, I, I, I'm they, gonna they've got like actual athletes in minor league. There. So you're not. Then, well, I just to see a game, Joe. And then they hold like six sumo tournaments a year. Sumo, sumo. Three in for. Tokyo. Um, I might go see a, a sumo open practice, but I don't think I'm going to be able to catch a tournament while I'm there. You can't. You should try to participate. What, and and sort get of a on my ass? You don't think you can do it? Joe, could you imagine? They'd be licking their chops seeing massive American that's never sumo wrestled but is like ballsy saying he played O-line. Uh, I think, I you, can get get, I think you can figure it out. The technique is so different, Joe. Th- it's a lot of underneath, hey, There's a lot of grabbing, hand strength, leg sc- strength. Uh, it sounds like you don't want the smoke. Sounds like you don't, I don't. want the smoke. They'd get the, I'd get my ass tore up in a sumo ring. It would be Fo- fun. It would be a blast.
0: Folks, make sure to hit that subscribe button uh, on YouTube or on the pod version if you're tuning in on audio at Joe Dealio and at Sanderson Radio. And you can also now follow us on Twitter at Hack City Pod. That is the rebranded GTTP podcast account. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to, Sean's going to run that. We'll yeah. see if there is any success with it. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your week, folks. We'll be back.
1: Thank you for listening to Believe.